Ladies and gentlemen, we live in incredible times. A worldwide pandemic, a rocket being launched into space, black people senselessly being murdered by the 5 vo Yet here we are once again, joined by Gilgamesh and Ryan Lyon on Planet Paradox. Hello, you guys. What up, Doxy? How you doing, fam? What did you shoddy? Here on Planet Paradox, all races are welcome and treated equally. All races except for We hate those. Especially Ryan. Why do you hate so much? Oh, I thought you were calling me a Why do you hate them so much? What do they do to you? Um, I don't hate them, actually. I, I love them because they usually have, like, fancy crystals and gemstones. I'm joking, of course. But really, I want to start off today's podcast with a hot topic. And no, I'm not talking about the fashion store. Gentlemen... Why do you think racism exists? I have a few theories. Take blacks, for example. (laughs) Why are they hated? I'll tell you why I think they're hated. It's because they're more athletic. You know, they run quicker, jump higher, swim fast, or uh, not swim faster, but, you know. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they don't like to swim. They're funnier. You got Dave Chappelle, Bernie Mac, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart. I think that it would be pretty unreasonable not to acknowledge that there's like certain proportions of people who are great at certain things, the superstars of athletics. So it happens to be a lot of black superstars. Um, but I don't know if that's genetics or if that's like their race or if that just happens to be a cultural thing. Like they really value the athlete is the hero. Like that's rising to the peak of athleticism and power and, and culture. So it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's a athletic. I don't know if it's genetics. A- anyone can notice there's a trend going on or some shit, you know? And let's be honest, the number one reason that they're hated is because they have bigger dicks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. I, I know for a fact I've had at least one black friend who was, who was like, I'm going to be honest, I hate that stupid stereotype because I have a smaller than average dick. And now everyone's expectations are even higher. And it's it's humiliating. You know, it's like that has to be hard on black guys with smaller dicks. Shout out to black guys with small dicks. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Your family here. <laughs> While we're here chit-chatting and having a good old time, there are riots raging across the U.S. right now. It's fucking crazy. I I feel like I've never seen a year as crazy as 2020. I feel like we are not necessarily living in the end times, but Jesus fucking Christ, what a time to be alive. I think the only thing that sets this one apart from a lot of the other ones is that they actually have it from multiple angles. A recording of these fucking cops straight up fucking murdering a guy that was murder that was straight up goddamn murder there was no reason he did not resist or arrest at all not that i could see from any of that multiple angles of video i've watched yeah and um as you guys can probably already tell i can say some pretty offensive things and i'm a jokester i don't really take a lot of things seriously but if there's one thing that offends me it's racism i genuinely hate racism and i cannot stand people who are racist I've had friendships in the past with people that I I was really close to, but I found out they had this whole other side to them, this racist side, 
and I instantly cut them off. I just can't deal with that shit. Really? You've actually cut people off out of your life, like people that you were close with? Yes. Uh, I used to have a really good friend back in the day that I hung out with on a regular occasion. And I came to find out that him and his family are genuinely some horrible people. The things they would say was just mind-boggling. And like I said before, I say some pretty offensive shit, but it's all in jest. They meant what they were saying? They meant what they were saying. Like, they would say this shit right in the middle of throwing, like, a childlike fit. And it really turned me off. And ever since then, I, I just can't look at them the same. Did you guys hear about Denzel Washington? Hold up. Um, one other thing about uh, George Floyd. Did you guys hear that him and the police officer that killed him worked at the same nightclub together for over a decade? What the fuck? Really? So he knew him? Yeah, so they knew each other. See, that just makes it so much more worse. It's like he wasn't threatened by this guy, you know? Yeah, I've been seeing all over the news all kinds of crazy, like the, the riot uh, situations, of course. And here in Portland, like last night, they caught on fire two different buildings. A few of the buildings around my apartments have windows smashed out, too. It definitely popped off even in this, like, supposedly chill city, but... You know, it's crazy and sad to see all this destruction going on. But you saw what happened when they tried to protest peacefully with Colin Kaepernick kneeling on the football field. They lost their shit. They went crazy. Nothing came of it, though. So whenever you're trying to do it peacefully and it doesn't work, what else are you supposed to do? These people are scared and pissed off. <laughs> exactly. Like, what do you fucking think is going to happen if peaceful protest after peaceful protest doesn't mean shit and another black man is fucking murdered, choked, strangled, put in an unreasonable fucking hold and made to where they die? Like, wasn't there another guy who, like, was forced to ride in a van and he, like, died when he got to the station because, like, he couldn't breathe or some bullshit? I'm sure there is. There was one like earlier and it's like people just forget about this shit. But this was so graphic and visceral. It was watching a man crying for his mom while his fucking life left him. It was a public execution. And this is just what we see on camera. This shit happens all the time and we don't see it. Yeah. It's really eye-opening and it's really fucked up. This is the power of cameras, man. Fucking record that shit. All cops should expect it now. Any interaction you have with a cop, you should fucking immediately record it. Be polite. Be respectful, whatever, but be like, I'm sorry, I'm recording this for both of our safety officer. Oh, yeah. Did you guys hear about Denzel Washington coming to the aid of a homeless black man being harassed by the police? Yeah. It's crazy to think that the easiest way to meet a celebrity in 2020 is to be black and have the cops called on you. <laughs> I mean, it may result in death, but you might meet, I don't know, fucking Denzel Washington, your favorite actor. Do you really think that's the easiest way? I mean, how else are you going to meet a celebrity unless you break into their house and, you know what I mean? That seems easier. Yeah. I guess that's easier than, like, being good at acting or music or something. Yeah, it's way easier. You know, just be black and get the cops called on you. <laughs> what celebrity would you guys like to come to your rescue? Dave Chappelle, obviously. I want some great drink, baby. Oh, it's purple. <laughs> right? He'd just make the cop laugh and drop his gun and shit. I want him to come as the crackhead version, Tyrone. Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? <laughs> I'll be honest, if I was losing my shit, if I was out of my mind on the street corner and the cops were considering gunning me down because I was possibly a threat to myself or others, but I was just actually out of my head, I, my first instinct would be to say Jordan Peterson, but he might actually make me reflect on my uh, insecurities too much. <laughs> so I would go with Duncan Trussell. He would probably be like, really soothing and like hey man just chill out who the fuck is that duncan trussell if you don't know he is the one who created the midnight gospel the show that we praised highly oh that's right that's right and you should check out he's also a comedian my personal choice would probably be rosie o'donnell 
God damn, that sounds awful. The way she hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. Oh, <laughs> the way they slimed her. <laughs> All that what? gunk in her hair, you know what I mean? I did not see that, actually. You must not have had a good childhood then. What year of the Kids' Choice Awards was this? Was that 04? 96 through 98, right before they found out she was a lesbian. They gunked her multiple years? She got gunked three years in a row. <laughs> oh my Damn. goodness. That's probably what made her into a lesbian. <laughs> She's like, I don't want this gunk all over my face. Well, I mean, wouldn't you think if you're a lesbian, you'd see a lot more green slime than if you weren't? <laughs> Are you telling me John Goodman didn't hit? You're thinking of Roseanne. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> I thought they were the same person. I've never seen them in the same room together. I, I really did, honestly. Who was the first one you mentioned? <laughs> Rosie, O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, my God. I totally thought you were talking about Roseanne, too. <laughs> the whole time, I was like, she's a bitch, dude. I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck that bitch. I wouldn't let her come rescue me. She'd probably take the gun from the cop and shoot me herself. <laughs> did you guys know that our grandma is obsessed with African-Americans? Uh, especially Snoop Dogg. Oh, it's kind of weird. She definitely has, is very attracted to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, let's talk about that. She said she l- loves the way his uh, dreadlocks are. His hair is beautiful. I don't know if you guys saw this, but not too long ago, she posted a badly photoshopped picture of Jesus sitting at a table with a bunch of little African children. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it says Old something like, are- share the meal with the less fortunate. It's a good intention, but a fucked up presentation. It was like badly cropped like the lighting wasn't even correct (laughs) it was really weird she's also obsessed with slave movies what last thursday she told me she likes to stay home watch slave movies and feel sorry for them that is her exact quote dude she just sits home tormenting herself for the for the black struggle i don't know what it is i think she just likes the misery involved but like you said ronnie she is obsessed with snoop dogg and she thinks ja rule looks like a turtle In my race against time, I... <laughs> really but <laughs> oh he you know kind of like a koopa troopa yeah like I, i'd bring up like hey grandma have you heard that new ja rule song with ashanti and she'd be like is that the one that looks like a turtle <laughs> oh man dude what a roast she's calling him franklin from fucking nickelodeon in the end, she was successful in courting an African-American-like individual since she pretty much ended up with one since our grandpa's so chocolatey. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty chocolatey. Dark-complected. I'm, I'm almost certain that grandpa is probably like Colombian or some shit like that. There has to be more to it. Yeah, he, 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 he looks like he maybe has some kind of African-American heritage as well. But Oh, oh. isn't it crazy to think how gangster our elders are? They used to fuck people up severely. The worst we do now is be like... I'm not going to play Ark anymore with you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, our, our all of our relatives are fucking hood as fuck, dude. We come from a bloodline of gangster-ass motherfuckers. A bloodline of killers, eh? Have you guys gotten a haircut since all this shit started? Negative, Ghost Rider. I got it the day before we went on lockdown. Really? Yep. Can you believe people are traveling hundreds of miles just to get that shit cut? We're a bunch of goofballs. Who are you trying to look good for? Yeah. Your girlfriend? <laughs> fuck that bitch. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm currently pulling off the Charles Manson look now that barbershops are closed. It's pretty tight. Except my mustache is so long now that I'm starting to get some of it in my mouth when I eat. Are you feeling like you're starting a riot in Clovis or what? Not necessarily, but I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want fur in my mouth. Like, if I'm eating a cheeseburger, I'm quite literally eating a fur burger. You know what I mean? Hamburger. I don't know how guys do this. Like, fuck that. 
I'm, I'm ready yeah. to get this shit cut up, but I'm not trying to get infected right now. So I'll just let it grow. Speaking of Charles Manson-like motherfuckers, I have a question for you fine gentlemen this evening. Have you guys ever picked up a hitchhiker? Um, not us, not me or Tim, but I think... Uh, not willingly. Our dad has a couple times. He loves that shit. And I'm pretty sure he befriended them too, right? He always picks up a hitchhiker if it's an option. Really? Yeah. At least he used to. It's like a sport to him. He loves fucking stopping and trying to help people who are pulled over. He loves fucking, yeah, helping hitchhikers, even if they're fucking weird looking. Why haven't you guys done it? Are you guys pussies? Yeah, basically, I guess. Well, I don't know. I just don't trust motherfuckers who are all greasy on the side of the road. Honestly, you're smart. Can I go ahead and tell you guys about my adventure with a hitchhiker? No. <laughs> what if you just said no? Yeah, <laughs> and then we just move next on. topic. Next topic, please. Oh my topic, god, please pass. Fuck y'all, eat shit and die. <laughs> All right, so let me tell you about this time that I picked up a hitchhiker. My best friend Devin and I decided to bust a trip to Las Cruces after a night of partying. We literally partied throughout the night, and we took off to Cruces at like four or five in the morning. It was ridiculous. And uh, in case the listeners don't know anything about Las Cruces, it's five hours away from Clovis, where I live. And along the way, I started to get sleepy. Devin leans over to me and he says, if I pick up a hitchhiker, will you wake up? Jokingly, I said, yeah, sure, whatever. I didn't think he was actually going to do it or anything. Next thing I know, he's pulling off to the side of the road and picking up a greasy motherfucker, right? My God. He hops in some white dude right his name was charlie this was just outside roswell new mexico you know the place with the infamous alien crash from back in the day um and i didn't know this at the time but there's some kind of psychiatric place there and they insist on drivers not picking up strangers oh shit who are you with at the time it was just me and devin and we were just literally going up to cruces to keep the party going how greasy yeah so we pick up this hitchhiker right outside of roswell and we drove off into the desert He wasn't heading anywhere in particular, you know? He was just wandering, like some of us. Right, Ryan? Yeah. The whole way he was with us, he was rolling cigarettes, drinking all of our beer, and singing Beatles songs with us. He also started to tell us stories of his travels across America. It was incredible. Like, this guy was everywhere. He has went through pretty much every state, and he just had a ton of stories to tell. We uh, eventually ended up dropping him off in uh, Rio Doso, and he literally spoke the entire way telling us of his travels. In fact, he told us of a tragic story of how his guitar, the only thing he had, got stolen from him from what was considered to him the worst part of America. Can you guess where it was? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Amarillo, Texas. Really? Yes. It is a piece of shit place. He talked about a tragic night where he got really faded with some people that he was staying with because his whole life he wandered. He just that's just the way he was. Charlie the Wonder, we called him. And he passed out on the couch after playing the guitar and woke up and it was missing. So poor guy. But uh, yeah, we uh, we dropped him off in um, Rio Doso, said goodbye. And right as he started to walk away, I said, hey, Charlie. And he turned around slowly and I said, will we ever see you again? And he looked at me deep in my eyes and he said, no, and walked off. Damn. He knew, huh? Yeah, he knew. And I'm pretty sure he's probably dead now because that was 
that was a while ago. And there's no way he's still alive. But hey, who knows, right? How old do you think he was? Late 30s. He was an older gentleman. Hmm. He could roll a hell of a cigarette. Damn. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, it was it was interesting, man. It was it was a nice life lesson. That does remind me of a fun time that I had with you. Or I guess it was a pretty intense time, I guess. Okay. It was whenever our buddy um, Groomsy Poo, whenever he showed up to our apartment one day and he asked if he could stay with us for a little while. He was like, hey, man, I'm in town and I don't really have a place to stay. Can I like crash on your couch for like a couple days? Yes. We were like, yeah, that's cool. So he chilled with us for a little while. And then um, one night we had like a party and we had a handful of people over and um, he had like a large amount of like some like bud or something on him. And Mm -hmm. that got stolen from him that night at the party. And um, we basically like deduced down to who we thought it was and stuff. And we went and confronted the guy and everything. And he basically was a punk bitch who didn't admit to anything and we didn't get anything out of him. But then our homie ended up in debt to some other dude in Albuquerque. And um, he was stressing out because he owed him like thousands of dollars for like whatever he had. He was like, man, he's like, this is a fucked up situation, man. Can you guys give me a ride back to Albuquerque to go talk to this guy? I don't know what to do. He's like, I need to go and like talk it out. So we were like, fuck it, let's go. And we were like, we got to get you out of here because you've been staying with us. And we're like tired of having your stanky ass on our couch. Oh, yeah. So we drove him all the way to Albuquerque. We met up with the homies. And the homie that he owed a lot of money to ended up being like this chill ass dude to us. And he was like really cool. And he like smoked us out and everything. But it was like getting gangster as fuck on Michael telling him like, where's my money, motherfucker? You're like, if you don't give, oh, him, if you don't give me my money, I'm going to fuck you up. And like, he's like, this is going to be serious. And uh, Michael's like, dude. He's like, I got you, guy. Oh, sorry, I'm saying that his name, but yeah, no worries, censor. Believe it up, but I remember that was an intense trip altogether. But um, during that trip, something super ridiculous happened. Michael asked me to take him to the gas station, and we went out there to go go get some cigarettes. And um, it was in the war zone of Albuquerque, which is like a super sketchy area where there's like always bad crimes happening all the time. We. Oui. We get to the gas station and you can tell that it's a sketchy neighborhood because the doors are locked and the only way to get anything from the store is through this window that has like a cage on it. And you like ring a doorbell and someone comes <laughs> to the window. They come to the window and they're like, hey, can I help you? What do you need from inside? And then they go and get it for you and like charge you. Michael had me go get the cigarettes and um, I went out of the car and walked up to the window. And as I walked up, there was like some sketchy people sitting to the side. There was a couple black guys and then like this busted ass like Mexican and this busted ass uh, black chick that were standing next to them. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that it was a pimp with his uh, prostitutes. Oui. He walks up to me and he starts chatting with me and he's like, yo, how's it going, doggy? He's like asking me what I'm up to and like, how's my night going and stuff. And I was like, yeah, it's all good. I was like just trying to be nonchalant and stuff. But he ended up getting onto this topic of, uh, I bet you didn't know I could sing. And... Um, <laughs> And I was like, uh, no, I didn't know that. I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, watch, well, check this out. He's like, hey, hey, man, hey, Sarge, hey, come up here and bust a beat for me. And this big old black dude named Sarge comes out and starts like beatboxing. And um, he starts like singing Michael Jackson style. Ooh. He's all like singing all high pitch and stuff. And um, I was like all like vibing with it a little bit, like kind of like bobbing my head and stuff just to like keep my cool. I was like all like pretty um, uncomfortable because I like was expecting them to like either mob me or like make me buy one of the prostitutes or something. But um... what if he had a beautiful voice? It was not bad. It was <laughs> he actually had a decent voice. So, I mean. Like if pimping didn't work out, he could actually become a 
a singer, and his hose can be the backup singer. Did you happen to get his pimp name? No, no, he had no group name or anything like that. Slick back or something? All I know is after I heard that, I was like, Dan, dude, you're vibing out. I was like, that's tight. And then I was like, I got to get out of here, though. And then we, we left back. And Michael, <laughs> I get back in the car, and Michael's just laughing his ass off. And he, he had the whole thing on camera, so it was just ridiculous. <gasps> it's caught on film? Yeah, it's out there somewhere, probably on, a, on an old phone. Oh, my God. I would die to see that. Who did you go up there with? Because I know I wasn't no, with you. No, you were there differently. Really? Yeah. That was also the same trip where we were with um, that one dude, uh, J-Man, I guess I'll call him. And um, we ended up at this gas station waiting for the homie to go get some herb. And then we, some homeless dude walked up to us and like was all trying to talk shit to us. And that dude, J-Man, punched him in the face from inside the vehicle, remember? I forget all this. Yeah, he was calling us pussies because we lived in a house. Yeah, he was like talking shit to us and we we're, were just like waiting outside on the curb. God damn, I completely forgot about all that. How old was the guy? That dude was old. He had to be some like homeless tweaker guy in his like 40s. He probably shouldn't be talking shit to people then. That dude, J-Man, that we were with, he was in the car with us and we were like pulling out of the gas station and he was like, fuck you, man, fuck you. And that guy came up to the window and he just socks him in the face. <laughs> then we just, we just drive away. <laughs> That was a pretty exciting moment, honestly. Wow, I completely forgot about all that. I must have been high out of my fucking mind. There's like a velociraptor chasing you through the window and he fucking socks him. Welcome to Jurassic Park. It was like that one scene from uh, Jurassic Park 3, The Lost World, but just in real life. (laughs) And there were no dinosaurs included. (sighs) He could have been a serial killer for all we knew. (laughs) If you guys had to be brutally murdered by a serial killer, who would you choose and why? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess whoever does it quick and painless. Really? Not trying to get tortured or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. It. I'd choose John Wayne Gacy. Because he fucked you first? I mean, wouldn't you just love to have your life taken away from you by a morbidly obese man dressed as a clown? It does cheer you up a little bit, huh? Yeah, and then to have your body stuffed into the wall alongside other children? God, I'd love that. It's like a, I don't prefer any any of the serial know. killers, I guess. Um, carbon monoxide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll just kill myself. <laughs> I guess I'm just a fan of killer clowns. I think a good nap sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> you sleepy fuck. Wake up! Pour us up some coffee, bro. No, I'm talking about carbon monoxide specifically. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant literally. Dude, to be honest, that yawn was for that topic, bro. <laughs> Oh, killed me. Listen to that crowd go. I'm going to drink some coffee, though. Um, Who do you guys find more scary? The Mafia, the Cartel, or ISIS? I don't think I find any of them scary, but if I was captured by them, I'd find any of them scary. Really? I just don't think I'm scared of them right this moment, because there's no way they're going to fucking come over here. Look behind you, Tim! I feel like the Mafia is the least scary. They're probably chill, huh? Yeah, I was waiting for somebody to say that. They used to be scary, but they're now they're businessmen. My tier list goes um, cartels, ISIS, and then mafia is the lowest. Mayonnaise. Cartel above ISIS, huh? I think so, because they're more relevant to us, because they're really close. I'll agree with that. That's the same same tier I would give it. I feel like all the mafia would want to do is like play Pokemon Go or something. Like They're not violent or anything. They'll just cook you spaghetti and slap you across the face. Team Valor, Mamma Mia! Mamma Mia! Yeah, it's pretty much like a tie between the cartel and ISIS for me. Both of them really like to behead people. As we discussed in the last episode, I'm very ticklish. Oh, you're tickling me with that chainsaw! (laughs) 
And it's always bad, too, because they always lift up the head and they always grab it by the wet part. You know what I mean? What are you talking about? The pussy? <laughs> no, like, if you watch, like, any cartel videos of them beheading people, oh. they're, like, not afraid to get dirty. And they'll, like, stick their hand into the the wet part of your neck where they just cut off yeah. and just pick it up. It's like, at least grab it by the hair. You know what I mean? It's not as efficient as, as it could be at all. Yeah, like, you're going to get blood all over your menudo. <laughs> I'm glad we're not violent fucks like that. Yeah, I think that it's part of the evolution of humans. We're like slowly becoming more of like this civilized ape and less of a barbaric creature. I like that. Civilized ape. That's a good Xbox Live gamer tag. <laughs> you were sniped by civilized ape. Lost the lead. I was called an ape often on the ARC servers by the Korean players. Really? Apparently, ape is a frequent uh, insult that they use for Americans. Ape? Yeah. I forgot what the word was. The Korean word for ape. I had to look it up. But they would just be all running around, like, saying the word, running around circles, and then kill you. <laughs> My Australian friends used to always call me a fucking yank. Fucking yank! Oh, you bloody fucking yank! Those Australians can't talk because they add, like, Cute little endings to every fucking word. Childish motherfuckers, dude. Give me a ciggy. It's like, what are you, a baby? I would always call them kangaroo fucks, because I couldn't think of anything more clever. Actually, every uh, every time I ever had online gamer sessions with people from Australia or New Zealand, they were the funniest motherfuckers. It was like a comedy show every time. Yeah, they don't even have to try to be funny. Because they're all insulting each other, yet being like, you know, it's all in good nature. You know how there's people out there who are funny without even trying? Yeah. I wish I can be like that. Like, I have to try so hard to be funny. Like, I have to write material. I have to, like, think things through. And there's certain people who don't even have to try. They're just funny. Yeah, some people are just characters for sure. Um, I have my moments, but I'm not. I get too awkward a lot of the time. <laughs> we were just speaking about video games with our Australian buddies. I do want to ask you a question, Tim. Cyberpunk. 27.7. It allows players to customize their character's genitalia. My question for you is, have video games gone too far? No, I don't think that's too far at all, honestly, because, uh, I mean... What are you talking about, dude? Ryan, do you know what cyberpunk is? I don't know what cyberpunk is, but I think if you're having to customize your fucking nuggets and your fucking flaps, then that's a little bit too far. Well... It's not unheard of, though, is all I'm saying. It's not like they're breaking new ground here, because if you all have ever heard of the game Conan Exiles, you can actually adjust your breast size if you're a female character. Actually, muscle size, I'm pretty sure, if you're a male, so I guess that's equivalent. And, like, your cock size, you can make it quite unwieldy, flopping about your legs. Who's asking for these kind of features? Guaranteed it's um guys with a hairline that's very receded. They should have tried Bosley's for men. Not a sponsor, by the way, but um, obviously you can adjust the size of the wieners. But what about the female characters? Do you think that you're able to adjust the depth of their kuka? I, I bet it will be more of like an outward aesthetic thing. Like, what are we talking about with ratios on lips? What are we talking about with shaders? I'm sure there's going to be some different textures. Like, do they have a mat? Are we a ridged texture here? <laughs> you have to pay for premium DLC to get the foreskin. <laughs> It's like $30, but it looks sick, and it gives you extra stat boost. I had to Google what you were talking about, cyberpunk genitalia, and one of, yeah. one of the first uh, thumbnails I see, rated M for massive dongs. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Finally. That's funny. You can have a massive dong in your fantasy world. Imagine being in that game meeting, and they're like, all right, fellas, 
think of ideas. And someone's like, wait, how about the ability to customize your penis? And they're like, oh my God, that's incredible. They had to have a whiteboard somewhere where some guy put a sticky note up where it said adjustable cock size. (laughs) (laughs) That was a brainstorming meeting. What if it played a pivotal role in the story? Yeah, like your cock size is like counter to your intelligence. Like depending on the size of your cock. (laughs) It's like you get to choose between cock size and IQ points for the game. (laughs) You could either save the universe or have a big old dick. (laughs) Oh, that'd be great. I love it. Most of Americans never get to see the ending of this game. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) PlayStation 5 released a tech demo showing off its amazing graphics. Did you guys watch that? No, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen anything about it. Oh my fucking God. When you guys get a chance, check it out on Vimeo because they actually have native 4K on that. YouTube doesn't. They compress their videos. It is a complete mind fuck. Like I thought it was going to be, you know, a little leap. Oh my God. These graphics almost look better than real life. And that really got me thinking, we have to be living in a simulation. I mean, these graphics have evolved over the span of a little over 30 years, and it's looking hyper-realistic. How would finding out that we're living in a simulation affect you guys? Will it change the way you live daily, or will it just be kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool? I think I'd be not really phased by it, honestly. No. Really? You wouldn't, like, start killing and raping people? No. I would just feel like I have the same ideals and stuff. I'd just be like, as long as you're not fucking with anyone, you know, doing my own thing still. Live and let live, right? Yeah. To me, the if it is a simulation and everything still works about the same, then what's the fucking difference of that and there being some crazy man flying through space who created all this shit? It's like, who cares? One is just as crazy as the other, so I'm fine with both. Yeah, it's all crazy. What's your guys' favorite quote? Do you guys like have a quote that you live by? For example, my favorite quote that I live by is... Um, why can't I think about it? That's my favorite fucking quote. Why can't I think about it? What the fuck? I guess it's not that good of a fucking quote. Abraham Lincoln. No, not not Lincoln Logs, you fuck nut. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Missy Elliott. It's not living like that. Your quote is... um. It's kind of like... Is it, is worth, it worth it? it? <laughs> Let me work. <laughs> Put my thing down and <laughs> reverse it. I cannot believe I can't think of my favorite fucking quote that I live by. What does that even mean? I know it. Damn the torpedoes. Full speed ahead. Ooh, I like that, but no. <laughs> no, 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 no. My favorite quote is, the master has failed more times than the beginner has tried. Oh, I know my favorite quote. That's a good one. Wait, I'm going to look my quote up online real quick. <laughs> Why can't I think of it? What the fuck's wrong with me? Go pee-pee, remember your quote. I'm a little drunk. And uh, I'm going to look at my quote too. Oh, I got it. Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. My favorite quote that I try to live by every day is to each his own. <laughs> Why will I... Try to bash someone for the way they live if it doesn't necessarily affect me or the ones I live. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that's what I meant whenever I was like, it wouldn't matter if it was a simulation or not because I would still be like, to each his own in this yeah. world. to each his own. So I try to live by that quote, but uh, Tim? Um, my favorite quote is 100% sovereign speech. Oh my fucking God. From Mass Effect. <laughs> Rudimentary creatures of blood and flesh, you touch my mind fumbling in ignorance incapable of understanding incredible i don't know what the notch is right above brilliant but that's what that speech is 
If you don't know the context. Incomprehensible. So this is supposed to be basically an AI or something even beyond AI speaking to a human. Um, he's basically saying, saying you can't even fucking understand what I am. You can't understand the being that I am. This speech is incredible. You should look it up. It's Sovereign from Mass Effect. It's from a video game, but it is a bone-chilling speech of basically how an AI would view humanity, which it's like, this is how an AI would see us for sure. This is not good. You are not Saren. What is that? Some kind of VI interface? Rudimentary creatures of blood and flesh. You touch my mind, fumbling in ignorance. I don't think this is a VI. There is a realm of existence so far beyond your own, you cannot even imagine it. I am beyond your comprehension. I am Sovereign. Sovereign isn't just some Reaper ship Saren found. It's an actual Reaper. Reaper, a label created by the Protheans to give voice to their destruction. In the end, what they chose to call us is irrelevant. We simply are. The Protheans vanished 50,000 years ago. You couldn't have been there. It's impossible. Organic life is nothing but a genetic mutation. An accident. Your lives are measured in years and decades. You wither and die. We are eternal. The pinnacle of evolution and existence. Before us, you are nothing. Your extinction is inevitable. We are the end of everything. Whatever your plan is, it's going to fail. I'll make sure of that. Confidence born of ignorance. The cycle cannot be broken. Cycle? What cycle? The pattern has repeated itself more times than you can fathom. Organic civilizations rise. Evolve, advance, and at the apex of their glory, they are extinguished. The Protheans were not the first. They did not create the Citadel. They did not forge the mass relays. They merely found them. The legacy of my kind. Why would you construct the mass relays, then leave them for someone else to find? Your civilization is based on the technology of the mass relays. Our technology. By using it, your society develops along the paths we desire. We impose order on the chaos of organic evolution. You exist because we allow it, and you will end because we demand it. They're harvesting us, letting us advance to the level they need, then wiping us out! What do you want from us? Slaves? Resources? Transcends your very understanding. We are each a nation, independent, free of all weakness. You cannot even grasp the nature of our existence. Where did you come from? Who built you? We have no beginning. We have no end. We are infinite. Millions of years after your civilization has been eradicated and forgotten, we will endure. Where are the rest of the Reapers? Are you the last of your kind? We are Legion. The time of our return is coming. Our numbers will darken the sky of every world. 
You cannot escape your doom. You're not even alive. Not really. You're just a machine. And machines can be broken. Your words are as empty as your future. I am the vanguard of your destruction. This exchange is over. Alright. You know, there's one more quote that I really dig. It's, um... I drop unexpectedly like bird shit. And that's from Biggie Smalls. Oh my god, my favorite. Yeah, and he has nothing but brilliant lyrics, honestly. Me and Tim were talking about it earlier. Dude, he's a lyrical fucking mastermind. Like, if you sit there and you actually decipher what he said, he was incredible. Fuck Tupac. The best fucking metaphors, dog. Thundering like Sasquatch feet. Money and blood don't mix like two dicks. <laughs> and no bitch. Find yourself in serious shit. <laughs> Damn, that boy nasty. So real. Anyway, uh, speaking of your favorite quotes, what is your guys' favorite insult? I'll tell you mine. I'm trying to see things from your perspective, but I'm incapable of shoving my head that far up my ass. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are great. Damn, <laughs> Have you ever used that on somebody for real? I'm waiting for it, dude. I'm just waiting for someone to piss me off. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really like ever insult anyone. I don't think I've been insulted that much either. I think um, Tim's favorite insult is fuckface. Yeah, I use fuckface a lot. Like I've used it against strangers, and it it puts them off guard because it's pretty spicy. How you doing there, fuckface? Sometimes you can switch it up to fuck nugget. Fuck. And for extremely rare occasions, fuck fuck. That's when you know shit is real. Did you guys hear about those monkeys that escaped with the COVID-19 samples after attacking a lab assistant? No. Yeah, dude, I did see that. That's so fucking sketchy. <laughs> that sounds so fake, doesn't it? <laughs> no, not really anymore. Everything seems real these days. <laughs> one of the primates was reportedly later spotted up in a tree chewing one of the sample collection kits. The sample collection kit is the blood of a patient who tested positive for the virus. I shit you not, ladies and gentlemen. This is how God just ends it all, huh? This is like the season finale of Earth. The monkey fucks launched their attack in Delhi, aka the first level of the upcoming Planet of the Apes game. <laughs> this is where they first become sentient. We're going to have a fucking hybrid Resident Evil slash Planet of the Apes situation where they're all like fucking nemesis apes. Stars. Yeah, and they bite you, and instead of turning into a zombie, you just get coronavirus. Are you really more afraid of monkeys than you are of aliens? Was that like a metaphor for b Just kidding. That's oh, getting cut. That's getting cut. That's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, monkeys are terrifying, or not only monkeys, but chimps, because they can rip your dick off like a celery stalk. Their muscles are insane, dude. They're fucking ridiculous. You guys remember when that lady got her face eaten by a chimp, right? Yeah. Fuck that. And chimps are like, Level one compared to a goddamn gorilla. I mean, R.I.P. Uh, fucking, what's his name? <laughs> Bonobo. Just kidding, I'm cutting that too. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Fuck. It's all getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, one question that I... Harambe. R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> That's what you meant. God damn it. Harambo. Isn't Harambe like a type of gummy bear? Haribo. 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 Order the sugar-free ones if you want to shit your life out. <laughs> or if you're diabetic. That, that sounds like the worst suggestion ever. No, they're great. 
If there's one thing I learned from Planet Paradox, it's to get the sugar-free gummy bears. They'll shit your life out. I got a serious question for you guys that I asked like 20 people. What do you think will win in a fight? A silverback gorilla or a Siberian tiger? If you had to put your life on the line for one of them, who would you choose? I would say silverback. I think it really depends on the setting also. Can we establish a setting first? Because then I uh, I don't know. If it's in the open, I want to give it to the silverback. If there's any kind of cover where the tiger could have some stealth, the tiger's going to fucking wreck it. The hyperbolic time chamber from Dragon Ball Z. Okay, they're in a plane and it's, it's wide open. There's no hiding. The tiger's fucked. He's going to approach a gorilla. He's going to be ready for it. He'll be going full, you know, macho man Randy Savage. Grab him by his paws and slam him around like a ragdoll. Gorilla fucking takes it. God damn it. Fuck both of you. That's what everybody says that I ask. It's literally like 18 for the fucking gorilla and two for the tiger. And one of those two is me. What are their weights? What is a weight of a gorilla versus a weight of a tiger? Let's look it up really quick. I'll look up gorilla. Okay. Okay, that's not that heavy, actually. Okay, what's a gorilla? An average adult male gorilla. 330 to 350 pounds. That's someone's dad, you know? <laughs> That's pussy shit. Silverback versus what? A Siberian tiger. A Siberian tiger is about 389 pounds. So the tiger's absolutely got more muscle mass, more body mass at least. I'm just saying, dude. I feel like a tiger would just instantly go for the jugular vein and boom, there goes your precious fucking gorilla. Well, here's another thing to consider. You know that big cats were actually like, they were monkey hunters. That was like a big thing they feasted on and their jaws are actually designed. Really? If you don't know anything about the jaguars specifically, their jaws are like perfectly designed to puncture the backs of uh, ape skulls. Insta-kill. Insta-kill. Just quick knife to the brain and you're done ski. Sounds like you're coming over to the tiger side. I don't know about I gotta be honest, it, like I said, if it's out in the open, Gorilla's gonna take the cake. Okay, so it comes down to the environment for you? Yeah. Tiger's gonna win if it has any cover. You're sticking with Gorilla, right, Ryan? Actually trying to watch a video about it right now. Don't fucking cheat. You can't watch an actual Gorilla fight an actual tiger. <laughs> I was about to say, if there's a video of this <laughs> shit online... It's Gorilla versus Leopard, honestly. A Leopard ain't shit compared to a tiger, though, let's yeah. be real. This gorilla is about to mash him up. I think it's like a fake battle. It's like a CGI as hell. It's like PS1 graphics. Tell me this gorilla doesn't look like somebody's dad with their shirt off on. <laughs> Your dad kind of reminds oh. me of a gorilla. We have called him Silverback. He's always been the silverback to our family. He's an alpha silverback. Do you know if he actually enjoys eating bananas? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he thinks that's... Never mind. He thinks it's gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that gorilla is getting his ass beat. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to choose a gorilla. Fuck all of y'all. Hold on, he's gonna grab that fucking tiger and flip it upside down like a bitch. That silverback low-key hella thick. You're not gonna be able to sleep tonight, Ronnie, if you keep watching my <laughs> video. You're gonna have a dream that you're caught in the middle of a battle between a jaguar and a gorilla. You're gonna wake up all sweaty, covered in shit. <laughs> Try gorilla milk. <laughs> gorilla versus leopard animal face off. <laughs> oh my god! Skip to the end of the action. Okay, I'm gonna skip to the the kill. It's like at like um three and a half minutes.
It's all CGI, Ryan. Don't fuck around. <laughs> How did you think this shit was real? I didn't. I said it was CGI bullshit. This gorilla just karate chops the <laughs> leopard at the end. I'm gonna spoil it for everyone. Fuck all you. How are you gonna insta-kill a jaguar with a karate chop? I'll be the first to say gorillas cannot fucking judo chop. Well, I guess that settles that motherfucker. <laughs> Where did he learn his form from? Guess what, your tiger paradox? Judo chop in the back of the fucking pine. Oh shit. Fatality. I took an L there. Fuck around, pussy. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Gorillas are superior. <laughs> God damn, you guys fucking killed me with that one. <laughs> Tigers have to be the most terrifying, though. Let's be real. Would you rather be if you're in a fucking arena and you have, like, a small dagger and you have to choose a tiger or a fucking gorilla and you have to try and survive? Honestly, I'd rather fight the gorilla. Are gorillas herbivores? Yeah, he, he just you know, wants a bamboo snack. I thought they're omnivores. Don't they That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Too? I think they're actually fucking vegetarian. Really? Yeah. If we had Neuralink in our brain, we'd know all this shit instantly. What the fuck? Yeah, Elon Musk could be like pathetic humans. He's thinking about bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, little guy. Just offer him a banana. <laughs> hey, Ryan, real quick, make that noise from Donkey Kong when you step on those alligators' heads. I can't remember <laughs> it, dude. I was trying to do it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sample that and keep that. Oh. <laughs> oh yes, thank oh. you. All right, um, hey, here's a hot take. I believe instead of separating bathrooms by gender, we should separate them by whether you have to pee or poop. Thoughts? That's a great idea for public bathrooms. Thank you. What do you think, Ronnie? Um, I think they should just allow us to all start peeing and pooping and just open defecation. You know. One giant hole in the floor? No, just like anywhere we want. Like just poop. <laughs> Pull on your pants and shit on the ground, dude. I don't want to step in someone's shit while I'm shopping. Did you see those videos from mainland China? No. Watch your step, motherfucker. Yeah, they're in shopping malls. They have to put up signs where they're like, please do not poop here. Because there's like people that will just take a shit real quick and <laughs> shake it out their pant legs. That's a thing? <laughs> yeah. Why? Are they too busy to go poop? That's just not, not as culturally frowned upon to just shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like there's nothing worse than just needing to pee and walking into a restroom where someone is dropping a fat turd. Don't you always feel like you're like inhaling like caca? Like it's like literally like yes. You, if, you can almost in case you taste it and everything. In case you didn't realize, whenever you smell shit, you are actually inhaling microscopic uh. shit particles. In fact, mm. any fart <laughs> smell, you're, you're inhaling microscopic <laughs> shit particles. It's bad because like I don't want to smell it. So I'll breathe through the through my mouth, and then I'll start to taste it. So I just <laughs> hold my breath. What would you say that flavor is like? <laughs> oh. Tastes like chocolate, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was horrible. Yeah, I I think it's a great cheesy. Huh? like poutine. I think they really should separate it by whether you have to pee or poop. You have more of a chance of becoming friends with them than if, let's say, one of you is peeing and the other one's pooping. You know what I mean? If you poop and the splash happens simultaneously, you're both going to giggle and then, like, reach under the stool and hold hands or something. <laughs> kind of. I mean, we, we've talked about this before. Wait, what? I thought a governor got in trouble for that. Holding hands while shitting? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, kept touching the guy's foot or something and he got sued. He got, like, arrested for it. You should resign. <laughs> but I was just trying to be friends. 
Have you guys ever heard of a blumpkin? Sounds brutal. Of course. Yeah, it's awful. Isn't it giving a blowjob while the guy is pooping? Yeah. Wait, what do you think of that? Do you think that's great? That's a classic. No. I mean, it's definitely on the bucket list, you know what I'm saying? Uh, good luck getting that one checked off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't want that. A triple blumpkin. <laughs> It's like if you're like actively shitting, that you probably feel pretty uncomfortable. And I imagine it's hard to have a boner while you're shitting. Even better than that, it's a double dragon blumpkin. <laughs> I don't think I've ever shit with a boner. Now that I think about it, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Like, Does shitting kill your boner? Like all your attention is on the shit. <laughs> and every time you shit, you normally like pee too. So then it's like hard to pee with a boner. This is kind of extreme. I hate to say it, but I can full on pee with a boner. Damn. I can pee inside of someone. Prove it then. <laughs> we got a Discord chat. Post a video, little bitch. Need a volunteer. It's kind of gross and it's rated M for mature. But do you guys know how to get rid of a boner? Yeah, you actually have to put a needle inside the thickest vein you can visually see, <laughs> withdraw it, and watch the blood spurt out. A vein in your dick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'll pass out, but you'll wake up with a flaccid pee pee. You just have to slam your dick with a hammer, dude. Oh my god. It'll be flaccid and black, like bruised. <laughs> it'll definitely get soft. <laughs> but it'll be soft. It'll be like a bruised banana. Yeah. It's more like tenderized. <laughs> Tenderoni. God damn. I was going to tell you, all you got to do is like flex your thighs. Is that true? Yeah. Like if you want to get rid of a boner, just like flex your thighs and it'll slowly go away. All the listeners tried at home. Let's go. Everyone get a boner real quick. We'll give you a sec. You too, ladies. Okay, now lose your boner. Combo breaker. <laughs> so this past Monday was my birthday, right? How old did you turn, by the way? Just turned 26. Oh, that's cute. You're almost dead. Yeah, right. I'm getting old as fuck. I can feel it in my knee and my back. We totally went out to the beach the day before my birthday to go celebrate. Me and a buddy had taken out some uh, trippy substances. We took out some a DMT cartridge and some fungus, <laughs> some mushrooms. <laughs> to set the vibe, we decided to like sit by the ocean. And surprisingly, for Memorial Weekend, the beach was like really empty. Yeah, pretty tight. So we like kind of like sat there and just kind of like meditated and just like closed our eyes and like listened to the ocean for a little bit to kind of like calm down and get ready, mentally prepared for it all. Become one yeah. with the earth. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, I was pretty nervous because um, psychedelics are not something to fuck with because it can definitely slap you really fast, you know? Yeah. So after we were finally feeling pretty mellow and um, chilling out and vibing, I took a puff on the DMT cartridge and um, it didn't hit me at first. Like the first time it was kind of like I felt a tingling sensation mm -hmm. in my soul and I was like kind of excited. So I went in for one more puff and on the second one, that's whenever it really got a little wild. <laughs> I held it in and then I blew it out and um, my mind was pretty blown because like I like opened my eyes and I like looked out to the ocean and um, I just seen so many different beautiful things like the ocean and the sand were like blending as one like the ocean was flowing into the sand and I was like seeing all these different shades of blue and turquoise and um, it was just like a crazy beautiful experience like it almost looked like one of those like Alex Gray type paintings. Would you say that you broke through? I would say I broke through for sure to some degree, not like blasting off, but like I was definitely somewhere. I was seeing some things, feeling pretty inspired, honestly, in the moment. Once I like snapped out of it, my soul was feeling very good. Like I felt like it like healed me on a spiritual level, honestly. Wow. 
that was like very nice. Like surprisingly, or I mean, I guess not surprisingly, but it always lasts like only a couple of minutes. Afterward, um, we got into the mushrooms. That's when everything's got a little out of hand. How so? We probably took about three grams each and it came on pretty nicely. It was very light and pleasant at first. And um, we were like running around like children on the beach, like running and like we were like chasing the tide and then like getting splashed by the ocean. Wow. And, like, having a good old, good old time. And we went and found this like dead redwood tree that came up on the ocean and we harvested some tree sap from it and brought it back to our buddy. And um, we were all like partying around, we were all like vibing out. I'd say probably like a couple hours later, um, we were reminded that taking mushrooms is food poisoning. It slapped us down pretty hard, um, mentally and physically. Like my mind was all over the place. Like I was tripping deep face. Like, yeah, all over the place thinking about all kinds of crazy things. And um, like a bad trip. Um, back and forth, I'd say. Like it, it was, it definitely wasn't a bad trip. Overall, I'd say it was a great time. But um, we got to a point where it was just like I would say like it was like a sensory overload type thing. Like we were just like laying in the sand and like just like letting the trip happen. Okay. But um, it was like a little overwhelming. The vibes were pretty heavy. But it started to like hit us like in the stomach. Like we both got kind of sick and we were like, damn, maybe we should just throw up to get this over with. I remember we were like both in the sand in the sand dunes, like looking at each other, and my buddy already puked. And I looked up at him and I was just like, I can't puke, man. It's I'm having such a hard time. I'm thinking about poutine and I can't even puke still. <laughs> and then right after I said that, I puked all into this hole that I dug oh. in the sand. And I was like, I was like, never mind. And I like covered it with sand. And um, we went back to chilling. And I was like, man, I feel, I feel so much better. And, Do you uh, think it's worth it to go through that kind of heavy fucking vibes and kind of feeling ill? I'd say it's probably worth it every once in a while, maybe like once a year or like every couple of years even. That was pretty intense and it was brutal in the, with the sickness, honestly. I don't know if I'm more sensitive to it because I don't know if everyone always like pukes when they take it. Yeah. Have you ever done fungus? Absolutely. I feel like it's what manifested me into paradox. Do you feel like it was hard to eat? I'm terrible at eating them and I struggle the whole way. But growing up... I was somewhat closed-minded and just was like afraid of new things. Just I wasn't willing to accept different things into my mindset. And then one night I decided to try seven grams of mushrooms and my <laughs> mind fucking exploded all over the canvas. Ever since then, I've been loving, accepting, and just willing to take on anything. And um, yeah, I, I love it. And I feel like a lot of people should give it a shot. It's known to cure depression. And it's it's such a great way to expand your mind and to see things from a different angle. I would add a caution because personally, I've also done quite a large dose of mushrooms before when I was younger. And you should really respect this shit. Like, take it easy at first. Like, start yeah. out very, very light. <laughs> yeah. Your environment has a lot to do with the way that it affects you as well. You want to make sure you're with people you love in a safe environment that you're familiar with. For some people, for me, I can do that shit anywhere. I can do that shit in the fucking middle of the forest with a bunch of goddamn strangers, but you know what I mean? Burke. Burke. I could do that shit in Burke at the uh, fucking balloon parade or whatever. However, <laughs> as much as I would love to keep going into this, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time for today's episode of Planet Paradox. Gentlemen, are there any last words you'd like to give us before we end today's episode? Everyone, keep your wits about you and don't do anything stupid right now during these crazy times. I literally just now seen a video of police cruisers in New York ramming into a crowd of protesters. What the fuck? So sad. Things are fucked up right now. And don't go out if you don't have to. Like, Stay in goddamn I don't know, Like, It's not worth it, really, honestly. I'm not trying to go get fucked up. or like. There's too many people out there trying to cause chaos, and I'm not trying to be a part of it, honestly. Stay safe.
Yes. And uh, be safe, guys. All or wait, Black Lives Matter. If you're racist, then stop listening to this. You can go fuck yourself. We like to joke and have a good time. However, whatever, just play the theme song.